Welcome to another episode of By Disaster, a podcast hosted by Two Disasters. I'm Elias. I'm Sammy. And today, I'm finally going to deliver on giving you some more dad tips. We'll talk about other things, but I have promised more dad tips with Elias. So welcome to a segment I like to call Dad Tips with Elias. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like weeks in the making, but it's finally here. I can finally dust off the list. Um, So we'll start out something simple. Cooking is one of the things that every adult has to do all of the time. So I recommend learning how to make three different meals, at least three, but like three that you like, and learning like how to do little riffs off of them. So that way you can at least have three different meals with various levels of being good for you. So one of the ones that I like making from scratch, I make a lot of pasta dishes because it's fairly simple, but uh, carbonara, it's just three to four ingredients, depending on what recipe you have. It's pasta, egg, bacon, sometimes white wine, or a nice substitute, chicken stock. So, you know, make carbonara. It's good for you in the sense that you can sub whatever meat you want add a veggie if you're feeling adventurous it's nice um but three meals make those learn more watch bon appetit or binging with babish they have a lot of recipes and they also give you videos on how to make the thing in case you're curious yeah could i like riff off of that a little bit (laughs) absolutely Okay, so if you're going to think about, like, three meals, like, I agree with you. Like, it has to be something that would be, like, basically, if you learn, like, one skill, (laughs) it will help you with a lot of other skills. So, like, one of the easiest ones is just learning to freaking make pasta, like, boil water. Um, Salt always, always salt your water. I don't want any of you never salting your water. No, 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 no. You put, like, a handful of salt into your boiling water. It boils faster, and it flavors your pasta, and you will thank me. Yeah, and then another one would just be, like, roasting some kind of meat or, like, putting something in the oven um, that is, like, cooking food. Um, Like, that's a good one. And then, like, finally, just some kind of, like, stir-fry or something. Like, if you know those three skills, you can, you can pretty make much anything. make, like, any recipe. If you're afraid <laughs> of making a stir-fry on the stove, get a crock pot. There are ways to do those in crock pots. And then, it's just throw it in the crock pot, and six hours later, you have dinner. Like, what? Yeah. And you can have almost anything in a crock oh, yeah. pot. Like, Lasagna, mac and cheese, beef and broccoli, like cobbler. You can make peach cobbler. I don't know why you would make cobbler in a crock pot, but you could. There's nothing you know? stopping you. There's so many things you can do. Um, but like make at least three different kinds of meals that you like, because then you can make riffs off of them and create something entirely unique. Also learn how to bake at least one kind of dessert. It can be any kind of dessert, but learn how to make one. I make brownies. Like cupcakes or brownies. Cupcakes, brownies. Even if it's just like using a brownie mix, it doesn't have to be from scratch. And I think that's what scares a lot of people is 
They're like, but it's not from scratch. No, it doesn't have to be from scratch. Use a box mix. Just know how to execute that box mix to the best of your ability. Um, so brownies, cake, a pie, cheesecake, homemade ice cream, I guess, if you have an ice cream maker. Like, kudos if you do. I don't, so I... Yeah, same. The only homemade ice cream I'm making is the science experiment from middle school where you put heavy cream and some milk and a little bit of vanilla in a bag and you put in a separate bag a bunch of ice and like heavy duty salts that you never want in your food on the outside and you shake that thing until you almost have frostbite on your hands. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. It's, it's great fun, but like... It's fun. <laughs> it's also <laughs> very cold. Uh, your hands get extremely cold. Um, but like, learn how to bake three different meals. You could do a breakfast, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner thing. Or I am a person who often omits breakfast foods because I just don't ever eat them at breakfast. So like, lunch and dinner, ta-da! Yeah, and just have toast. With or in Elias's case, dinner. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> The only meal that Elias is awake for. Excuse you, I eat lunch sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, sticking with the cooking theme that I seem to have started myself off on is Bisquick is your friend. You can make biscuits, pancakes, waffles, shortcakes. You can use it as a breading to make fried foods. You can use Bisquick in so many things. It makes it so much easier to make different things. Find yeah, Bisquick. Bisquick is amazing. Yeah. Also, I have Bisquick um, in a box under my desk. Found it. I already found it. <laughs> there you one. go. Personal note. <laughs> Personal, <laughs> note. Personal note already <laughs> dealt with. Um excellent <laughs> but like it feel free to it <laughs> don't worry i'll help i'll help myself to it if, if need be excellent. um but bisquick is great because then if you want biscuits if you want biscuits but you don't want to leave your house and you have bisquick lying around you can make biscuits if you want shortcake which i prefer over their biscuits um yeah you can look up that recipe real fast. It's just adding like three tablespoons of sugar to it. And bam, you got shortcakes now that you can use as a basic fruit. Or if you slice it in half, you can put jam on, which I actually thoroughly enjoy. Um, but it, it gives you yeah, a lot of you variety. You can make everything. And you can <laughs> Pancakes, also, waffles. You can, like... you can Google different recipes you can make with this quick. Like I just listed the ones that I enjoy. But, like, there's at least a hundred of them. Uh, there's so many. There's so many. It's almost absurd. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other dad tips? Oh, I have a... Or are you going to sprinkle them? I have a lot of <laughs> dad tips. Um, we, we can shift over towards, like, things you should have on your keychain, which include a flashlight, like a, a little teeny tiny one, the annoying ones that you're always, like, this is the kind mm -hmm. I would maybe give to a small child to play with. Yep. Having one of those on your keychain, really helpful. Um, always have a flashlight in your car because you never know when you're going to need to change your tire without a good street light. Um, 
I also highly recommend like investing in first aid kits. I've already mentioned this in I think hair dye. Okay. Adventures in hair <laughs> yeah, dye. Yeah, we talked about a lot in Adventures in Hair Dye. Adventures in Hair Dye, I think I mentioned first aid kits, but have one in your car. You'll thank me eventually. Um and like you know, being aware of what you do and don't have in your car, always keep like a pair of gloves for when you have to work on your car, be it because the ground is dirty and I just don't like asphalt on my hands or, you know, it was muddy and you don't want mud all the way inside of all parts of your car, contain it to the gloves or, you know, because anything else, metal is hot (laughs) and like, if you have to use your tools and it's like 90 degrees outside you'll want gloves um just like also no basic first aid like I guess this is something I never addressed but like know how to clean a wound be it with like I don't know an alcohol wipe or like using hydrogen peroxide which you should not keep in your car it will explode. <laughs> um, it doesn't do well in high temperatures, but like learn how to clean a cut, learn how to properly apply, apply bandages, learn how to like splint your wrist or your ankle, um, or just never twist your ankle like you do you. <laughs> I used to twist my ankle like every day when I was a child. Yeah. I don't know how. No, I, I, continually (laughs) one day my ankle will mutiny and request to be removed from my body but that day is not today so like know how to splint your ankle know how to use an ace bandage properly uh, account for the fact that that they constrict so wrap it looser than you think you need to but also tighter than you think you need to and be aware that if you wrap it too tight it will cut off circulation And you don't want that. This is also why you don't use ACE bandages for binding children. Never, ever use an ACE bandage for binding. Don't do it. Never do it. It's bad. There's one child who listens to this podcast. This is for you. (laughs) Don't do it. ACE bandages should never be used for binding. You will cause serious damage to your torso. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, that was an important tip, and I don't think a lot of people know that. So I really appreciate learning that anyway, because so, I didn't know that. So I, I'll expand, I guess, because I assumed it's college, common knowledge, college knowledge. Yes, this is not knowledge <laughs> I learned in college, but it could be tough. Um, when you use an ACE bandage, it constricts. The thing that's the issue is when you're binding, you're generally trying to squish boobs down so it looks like you don't have boobs anymore. That's the whole point. Uh, The whole point is to minimize dysphoria and, like, make your chest look flat. Um, I sometimes wear a binder because sometimes I want to wear a binder. I'm uncomfortable otherwise. Um, And so when you breathe, your ribcage actually expands. Uh, you should also never sleep in your binder. It's not a sports bra. You can't just live in that for three days straight. 
uh, you do, yeah. you can't sleep in a binder. It's bad for your rib cage as well. Um, but yeah, I know someone who had theirs on for like 17 hours no. and it hurt them really You're badly. You're only supposed to wear a chest binder for eight to 12 hours at most. If you're flying, don't wear your chest binder. Um, but back to the ACE bandages, because they constrict, um, it actually forces your breathing patterns to change. And it can also like bruise or possibly break your ribs. So don't do it. It's not good. It's not worth the, the injuries. Um, I, I understand if you want to um, not have boobs anymore. I exist in that state fairly often um but don't just just buy sports bras that do a really good job of making your chest look flat if you can't buy a binder like there are there are better options out there layering clothing also gives you the appearance of having a flatter chest um so between a good sports bra layering clothing and if you want, you can kind of slouch forward to mask whatever remains of looking like you have boobs. Or if you're fit, then you can just say that they're pecs, and most people will probably believe you. Uh, so, like, there are other options out there, I promise. Never use ace bandages, no matter how desperate you are. They're bad. Um, unless you, like, have a sprained ankle or wrist, to which case an ace bandage is definitely your friend. But only for injuries that are not on your torso. Never use it on your torso. Okay. <laughs> end of segment. No. Well, end of that particular mini rant. Um, there you go. Crazy glue and duct tape are two things that you should always have for various reasons. Duct tape fixes 90% of most things that you'll need to fix that don't involve a um, a plumber or some other professional. Don't use duct tape as electrical tape. Just buy electrical tape. Uh, it exists for a reason. It's certified for that use. But like duct tape's good for a quick patch on like a bag or on your car. Uh, and crazy glue can fix small things like cheap jewelry that you really, really like or uh, using it to fix a cutting board that's starting to split and you don't want to buy a new one. Um, or, you know, just have crazy glue around. You'll need it eventually. Just don't get that stuff on your fingers. I It tells you on the packaging, I probably shouldn't have to tell you, but seriously, don't. It's not fun. <laughs> I've done it several times. It's It's not fun. And I don't ever intentionally set out to do that. Um, you should probably also look into, covered all of that. <laughs> I have a list. Um, I'm sure you do. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Basic water safety. Okay. So if you live near coastline, there are several things you should know. First of all, you should know how to identify a rip current. Now, it's not always easy to see just looking at it, um, looking at the beach, but if 
if you're in the water and you feel sandbar, 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 no more sandbar, like under your feet, and this is harder depending on how deep the portion of the water is, there's a very likely chance that the part of the current or that part of water is actually a rip current. Uh, if you see an area that looks unusually calm and the breaks of the waves, that's also likely a rip current. So you can either avoid them entirely, which I would prefer that you do, no matter how dumb you may want to be, or you should know that if you ever get caught in a rip current, that instead of trying to swim forwards, which will just tire you out and cause more problems than it's worth, always swim to one side. So if you're caught in a current and you're getting dragged out to sea, start swimming exactly 90 degrees perpendicular to the current. Um, and you can generally tell once you're back out of the rip current, um, for starters, you stop getting dragged out so dramatically. Uh, but swim 90 degrees perpendicular. Uh, if you're on a boat, wear a life jacket. Please, for the love of God, wear a life jacket. I, I shouldn't have to say this, but there are regulations for a reason. Wear your life vest. You're not cool for not wearing one. You are more likely to get hurt if you're not wearing one. Also, like, who wouldn't... They make so many fun life vests. Like, why wouldn't you want to wear some of them? Some of them even have flames on them. Like, what? You don't have to buy a boring one. They don't have to be bright orange. They come in all sorts of colors. Wear a life jacket. They can be cool. <laughs> like, safety isn't boring. It doesn't have to be boring. Like, you don't question wearing a bike helmet. Also, I recognize most of our listeners are actually older than me, but always, please, always wear a motorcycle helmet. If you own a motorcycle, always wear a bike helmet. You'll never know when you need one. Just wear it. And wear, and wear sunscreen when you're outdoors. Oh. It's recommended that in the winter you should wear um, like a 15 SPF and during the summer you should wear like a 30 SPF or higher, so... And if you're make sure you wear your sunscreen. If you're doing something where you're sweating a lot, reapply sunscreen more often than you think you need to, because you're actually sweating most of it off. And like no one wants skin cancer. Wear sunscreen; it's cool. And also, you don't have to wear SPF 100 unless you're me and you burn otherwise. To which case. You do have to wear SPF 100. You're so pale. I am so pale. <laughs> wear sunscreen. Uh, Stay hydrated if it's hot outside or if you're going to be in direct sunlight a lot. Like, try not to wear... I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. Try not to wear really dark clothing if you're going to be outside for long periods of time. I recognize it's sometimes unavoidable because your wardrobe is black. My wardrobe is black. So counterbalance that by wearing a hat, wearing sunglasses, putting on sunscreen, and drinking a lot more water than you think you have to. Or Gatorade, just drink something, please. It also can help to have a straw, you know, a metal straw or whatever make, you may they have. They make collapsible metal straws that have silicon on the inside to make them a solid straw again. 
you can buy those and then you just put it on your keychain instant straw everywhere it's great i have two of them it's so cool yeah i have two of them they don't get a lot of use right now because everything's closed but not really going anywhere yeah, yeah i'm not really going anywhere. but i do know that like if you use a straw you're more likely to drink more so that's a helpful tip on staying hydrated yeah where was that brain hack when i was 12 <laughs> i got it from a doctor so ah. <laughs> cool <laughs> medical certified brain hack i see yes. that's why i didn't have it when i was 12 because I wasn't going to listen to anyone, <laughs> let alone ask That's a doctor fair. about that. Um, I just have a lot of medical stuff, so. Yeah. <sighs> fun, fun, fun. <laughs> I recognize most people probably don't use a checkbook anymore, but please also consider buying a checkbook uh, for two reasons. You don't ever have to use the damn thing if you don't want to but it's an easy way outside of having a banking app that's very well formatted like my banks is it gives you your routing number and your account number and it's standardized so when you're applying for a job and you need those two you can bring in a blank check and suddenly you look more adult and you have your account number and your routing number without having to memorize it because no one wants to memorize that. I certainly don't and will probably never. Um, yeah. Also, in um, SNL has a skit called Checks that is very entertaining. So check that out for more things about why checks are awesome. <laughs> also, you can get cool backgrounds for your checks. Mine is ocean-themed, and uh, yeah, I love them a lot. Uh, You can also have a fancy-looking checkbook. So, like, you put your check stack in. You can easily keep track of all the checks you've written if you have checks that come with a void copy underneath, so you now know how much you gave for a specific check. Um, And also, like, it can look extra professional by having an initial on the outside and fancy calligraphy and make it look like you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on that checkbook when really you only spent 25. Get checkbooks. They're useful. Also, then you can pay your friends back with a check if you don't have cash on you. Like... Or Venmo. Or Venmo (laughs) or PayPal or whatever pay app you're using. Like, come on. Other alternatives to people. Checkbooks. Use them. I'm preaching to the choir in some cases. But like checkbooks, they're fun. They're cool. And also they're useful. I think our over 30 audience just yeah, blossomed. They're just like they're just like, thank you for the vindication. But also like, why are you preaching to me about having a checkbook? I already have one. Thank you for reminding me to uh, get a checkbook. Um, or, like, refill my checkbook or whatever. A new one. A yeah. new one. Maybe you want to have a second one. I don't know. But, like, checkbooks. Use them. Um, for, for the younger people. For wallets. Uh, you have, like, four routes you can take. And it wholly depends on the kind of person you are. Uh, 
I tend to want a wallet that is RFID blocking. It just means that it's harder for people to steal credit card information by waving a little metal wand um, and like stealing all of your information off of that because, you know, security risks. And I'm a little paranoid. Uh. <laughs> no comments. No comments. <laughs> no comments are allowed on that particular segment. Um, but they come in a variety of styles. You can get one that's a leather wallet. You can get one that's solid metal if you would prefer. You can get a fancy like pocketbook wallet that looks like those little hand clutches that fancy women wear in the old movies. We're talking 50s, 60s movies. Jesus Christ, no one. I'm not calling you all old. I'm just saying in the 50s and 60s, like everyone had a little pocketbook clutch that's simultaneously adorable and also I would never use. But like you could have one of those. They come in a lot of styles. Your information's protected. And also, like, it can be a fashion piece or a practical thing. Your choice. Have an adult looking That wouldn't out. fit in my purse. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't use a purse. Everything has to fit I in like, my pocket. My wallet is I like a small shoulder bags. So get a small Just, wallet. like, crossbody. Yeah, I have one. Um, But, like not fancy like yours but you know mine it works mine 20 bucks you can get them at like kohl's it looks like i spent mine's from target it looks <laughs> like i spent like a couple hundred dollars on it no i spent like 25 yeah i don't remember <laughs> it was a while ago but it still works also learn how to tie a tie i know i've already said this everyone should both know how to tie a tie and also own at least one and wear it. I own several That's and wear all. Very of them. important, though. I would agree. I would agree. Also, like you, know- I was in a performing arts troupe at one point, and we had ties, and I didn't know how to tie mine. So you never know when your date does won't know how to tie a tie, and then you can look really stupidly romantic by tying the tie for them. Like yeah. also, you know, like. What if you one day have kids and your kid wants to wear a tie? Know how to tie a tie because then you can teach them and they don't have to learn off of YouTube. Like, I don't know. Just know how to tie a tie. Ties are fun. They can be so cool. They don't have to be just things that your dad wears. Like, <laughs> this is this is dad tips with a lot. <laughs> yeah, but this is not just for your dad. <laughs> As your dad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Last I checked. Podcast father. <laughs> As your podcast father. Know how to tie a tie. It's fun. They can be really, really pretty, too. Like, so many ties are stupidly adorable. Like, learn how to tie a tie, and then you can wear them. And have a cool yeah. accent piece to your otherwise boring suit. Um... Also pay to get one suit jacket tailored to fit you perfectly. It is definitely worth it. It is worth the money you will spend on wearing that suit jacket. It will look so much Or a dress. Or a dress. (laughs) Yes. Depending on what you prefer to wear. (laughs) Suit jacket or dress. But it will be worth some money either way. Um, I don't know how much it costs 
to get a dress tailored versus a suit jacket tailored. You can just like very usually tailor to tailor too. Yeah, I mean it depends on how much you want to get it altered because you could just like get it hemmed, which is not going to be as much. But I've done that with a few yeah. dresses that were just too long. Learn how to sew formals because I'm petite. <laughs> you're compared to me. You're tiny. Like petite oh, yeah. doesn't do it justice. <laughs> Uh, learn how to sew like buttons back onto things it's really simple yes I agree that is a good it's a really good skill Uh, knowing how to sew on a button means that in a pinch you will never have to worry about your button Uh, you can also end up sewing on your buttons better than they were originally sewed on and sometimes that's important Um, knowing how to sew on buttons knowing how to do a basic run stitch which can act as a temporary hem until you can get it professionally um that's also really nifty it also means you can do tiny repairs on your own clothing um basic i like doing whip stitch though (laughs) if if you want to be extra you can (laughs) I doesn't feel extra. I feel like it's the ultimate like boy stitch. <laughs> it it like in the old days. <laughs> it wholly depends on what you're trying to do though. But knowing how yeah. to at the very least sew on a button is so useful. Like if you know yeah. nothing else about sewing, just being able to sew on a button will be so great for you future you because eventually you will lose a button and you will be sad yeah so well and sometimes you can temporarily hem something with like double-sided tape yeah yeah i haven't tried that ever um i'm really Mm -hmm. nervous about putting adhesives onto fabric that's just a me thing like i feel like i would irreparably damage some of the items that i own but i think that depends on fabric to fabric yeah, and I also think it depends if you're like if you're planning on altering it anyway. Yeah. Then. <sighs> but yeah, I've had I've had a lot of fun uh, fun times with dresses needing to be, you know, safety pinned at the last minute or oh having all safety sorts pins of just like things. a set of like six safety pins like in your bag. Yeah. You never know when you're going to need one. Especially if you do, like, orchestra performances where someone will eventually need something emergency hemmed. Having a safety pin is really useful. Having multiple is extremely yeah. useful. And it prevents wardrobe malfunctions. And everyone looks professional. So, like, yeah. safety pins. Also, they're good in a pinch for your own clothing in an emergency. Like, safety pins. So many, so many things. So many things. So- yeah, so essentially, we've used dad tips to teach you how to make a mom bag. <laughs> there you go. These are just things, I will confess, these yeah. are things that, some of them are things my dad actually taught me as a child growing up. Oh, some of these are things that cool. I wish my dad has had taught me when I was growing up. Like the safety pins thing. That was something that I had to learn in high school. I wish someone had taught yeah. me about that one. Um, but like, Oh, and always carry a reusable water bottle with you. I don't do that one because I don't carry a bag. 
that that's yeah, definitely that's something true. that's easier if you carry a bag versus if you don't. That's true. Or you get a fashionable hydro flask and they have the little handle things and then you're like, look at me toting around my hydro flask. I'm so cool. Could be cool. <laughs> uh, no, but like a reusable water bottle is absolutely a very good tip. I just. Yeah. That's I don't carry bags around on my person unless I'm like going to class unless yeah same um but yeah i feel like generally if i'm going somewhere else still like i'll even like pack one like on the car ride even if i'm like going to leave it in the car but yeah just me like i still like to have the option water bottles around also like a nice thing if you're like having trouble sleeping um getting like a white noise machine or even, like, apps that have white noise can be really helpful. Spotify has a um, list of white noise playlists. Excellent. I like their Oceans playlist, personally, but I grew up around a lot of bodies of water, so, of course, I would like waves. Yeah. Um, that can also help, too, like, I don't know, like, if you're wanting to have a private conversation or something, you can, like, put a white noise machine by the door. My therapist does that, and that works. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Weird hack, but there you go. <laughs> I mean, dad tips with Elias doesn't mean that they're not weird. They're just things that you should know. Also, let's talk tooltips. I love having a tool chest, and everyone should have one. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care how old you are. If you don't have one, go get one. When things are open and safe again don't get one if it's not safe i'm not encouraging you to be dumb but here are things that you should definitely have in your tool have multiple phillips head and uh flathead screwdrivers of various sizes congratulations you can now build 99 percent of the furniture that you will encounter in your life next you should have allen keys and either adjustable wrench sizes or you should just have pliers that can be used to grab uh, hex bolts and congratulations now you can build 100% of furniture that you will encounter in your life Um, always have those you should also have a hammer Uh, this doesn't have to be like a super fancy sledgehammer this just has to be a small hammer it's good for when you have to take things apart or if you want to ever hang up pictures the fancy and official way instead of just using command hooks. I like using command hooks. It's a lot easier. But I just smiled with <laughs> when you said that. I was just like my <laughs> just big grin. Just yeah, command hooks. <laughs> and just command strips in general. Oh for, yeah. Like, putting up posters. And hanging up ninety nine percent of the things that I have up. It's all command strips. <laughs> or like my art college has free um like printing of anything in black and white or color yeah so i printed out a bunch of posters quote unquote um that were just like different things on the internet or whatever that i just printed onto paper in color and then i cut them out and i put like command strips behind them and stuck them to the wall so command strips are your friends um especially when you're either in 
college or you're renting an apartment that like won't is very strict so or you just want to be able to fix something if it's crooked and it's really hard to do that when you're doing it with nails it's a lot easier to do that using command strips uh doesn't stop it from being hard but you should have a hammer you should also have uh, a pair of needle nose pliers you never know when you'll need them they're also extremely useful um and you should also have zip ties zip ties are useful for a lot of things that aren't kinky and or illegal (laughs) the two are not mutually exclusive sometimes okay um but i i'm silently laughing and nodding my head okay (laughs) um if you have if you have a lot of cables for your computer setup, for example, you can use zip ties to help with cable management and stop your tangle- bleh, cables from getting super tangled. If you have, if you're in the college dorm room and you're in a loft bed and your desk is underneath and you're really sick and tired of hitting your head on it, you can cut a pool noodle down one side so that way it just has a slit. Put it around the bar over your desk and then zip tie it on. And now that thing's not going to move until you cut it off. And also, if you hit your head, you're hitting the pool noodle and not a metal bar. Yeah, that's very helpful because uh, I had a roommate who got a concussion from hitting their head on the ceiling. But, I mean, you can't really do that with the ceiling. But, you know. Yeah, that's a different problem. But They really should have just, like, gotten their bed lowered a little bit. But, you know, we, we didn't know at the time, you know. You learn, you learn. You live and learn. Uh, You live and you learn. Zip ties are also good for if you have a lot of... Some shoe rack organizers are just a bunch of poles. You can zip tie the poles together for when you're moving. And then they're all in one spot and they're not sliding around everywhere. So, like, zip ties. They make moving easier and stop you from concussing yourself when you're trying to get to your desk. Nice. So... No one be weird about it. Use yeah. Use zip ties practically, not to be weird, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. So I know we've already had like a podcast episode about quarantine tips, but do you have any quarantine dad tips that you'd like to share? Quarantine dad tips. That's a good question. Um. If you need more time, I can, like, talk about something. <laughs> I guess taking old t-shirts and turning them into a face mask uh, is a quarantine dad tip, kind of. Uh, I'm sure everyone has at least one old t-shirt lying around that will never get worn again. And you know that. And the only thing stopping you from donating it is the fact that Goodwill is likely closed. Um, so if you take the seams on your t-shirt that you're cutting off to make a mask. Obviously, it should be folded three times. That gives it a thicker layer and gives you more redundant protection from the mask itself. But if you use like the seams around the bottom of your shirt or like that connect the two halves of your shirt together, it's significantly stronger than just using strips of fabric. Because it's uh, 
sewn in multiple places redundantly in case one of them breaks, the whole thing won't come undone. Um, so you use that when you're making homemade masks. Um, as for other things, a lot of the dad tips I said could apply to quarantine, like learning how to make three different meals, learning how to yeah, make something. Um, I don't have any, like, specific quarantine tips that sound like something your dad would tell yeah, you. Yeah, I was just wondering, because you'd been, like, self-isolating for a long time, so I didn't know if you, like, had any, um, like, about that or anything. The only thing I would suggest is investing in something that you can do with your hands, because... I think I've already mentioned this, but I really like doing things with my hands, and I get very anxious when I can't. Um, so, like, painting, you can buy just cheap watercolors and cheap watercolor paint, and mm-hmm. suddenly you can watercolor on just about anything, and it gives you something to do with your hands. Um, yeah. I've been making a lot of collages, so that's great, because all you need is, like, old magazines and, like, scissors and a piece of paper and glue and then you make something and it's new and fun and I've made myself like a little Instagram art account um, to like post my little collages and it's something that's fun and isn't for any professional reason but it's just something for me so I don't know those have been kind of fun little things I've been doing during quarantine Um, also uh, my big news is that um i cut my hair (laughs) yeah i think we are so we didn't talk about you cutting your hair but i think i did talk about in one of our episodes buying a cheap razor to do your own haircuts especially if your hair is something that makes you uncomfortable after it gets to a certain length because no one's going to see them on that yeah or just get like nice hair cutting scissors i mean Um, i have a nice we already had a pair of. So. I have a nice set of different heads for my razor for when I shave my head. Um, yeah, I'm wondering. The- I think it just depends on you know what kind of what kind of a haircut you want on what kind of hair things you will need. So that's oh, definitely like a good thing to look up. But like, basically, just make sure you're not using like scissors that aren't meant. To cut hair or other things that aren't meant to cut hair. And if you do have specific hair cutting scissors, never use them on any, mm-hmm. on anything that's not hair. Yes, that's true too because it'll make it dull. So that that's something to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, because I have curly hair and I thought I was just going to trim my hair. And then I ended up giving myself like... A very cute bob. Uh, a very cute bob with layers and bangs and I've never cut my hair before and the only thing with the bangs was that I'd seen like one youtuber do it (laughs) where they just made like they like combed what they wanted for bangs to like the front of their head and then they made a ponytail like to the bottom of their nose and then they just cut off that ponytail and then they just kind of flattened it out and just adjusted from there to whatever length they wanted. So, like, that's how I did that. And it turned out okay. <laughs> I, I will confess, uh, the sides of my head are completely shaved. Um, 
There the you top go. Of my we've, head. we've been making quarantine hair decisions. They've been shaved for a while. This is just reinforcing okay, the hair decisions well, that I've made in the past. The top, however, honestly, has gotten long don't enough. Don't remember. <laughs> the top has gotten long enough that I can now French braid it or put it up into a little bun. And like when it's last time we talked, you said you could only put it in a bun. Now you can French braid it. I can French braid it and put it in a bun, and it doesn't stick out mostly. I don't even know if I can French braid mine right now because it's so layered and short. Uh, French braids are a lot easier to do with layered hair. Uh, Yeah, it just depends on how short the layers are. It depends on how short the layers are, and it also depends on how short your hair is overall. Um, But I. I can now French braid my hair officially. I'm afraid to take scissors to the top of my head that is long enough that now when it's down looks like an asymmetric bob because it's it's cut in a very specific way that right now yeah. I can still part my hair on either side of my head if I wanted to and it will look fine and I'm afraid that if I cut it I will utterly ruin it. Um yeah, I don't know. I felt like my haircut, it just felt very empowering to do my own hair. And it felt like even if it turned out bad, like, I would be proud of it. Yeah. My hair is also, but also your hair is curly and my hair is stick yeah. straight. My hair is not forgiving if something goes wrong. Your it's hair true. Is- that's why. That's why I wanted to do it. Because I was like, it's curly, so I don't want anyone else in my family to touch it. But at the same time, like, I know I can do it because yeah. it would just feel better if it was me cutting my own hair. I will shave um, the sides yeah. of my head just fine. I have no issues with that. But the longer parts of my hair, I'm not going to touch until I can see a hairdresser. That's fair. And That's fair. And yeah, I mean, that's completely valid. So, like, if you want to wait it out or if you want to cut your hair... Either way, perfectly valid options. I just had really bad split ends. So yeah, that I needed to do I'm, something with I'm that. I'm starting to get really bad split ends, but I can't. Yeah, because of the side that it falls on, it's on the side with my dominant hand. That's really hard to cut straight. And also, I'm trying to do it with two mirrors and like. Could you flip it, like, over to the other side? I could, but that would change how the cut is. So what looks yeah. like I feel like side... not many people are going to see you, though. <laughs> so I feel like it would be okay. You're correct, but I am afraid, so I will not. If, that's good. If it starts yeah, that's to, like, fair. make me really uncomfortable having long hair, I'm just going to go to the man bun. Uh, and I'm okay with yeah. that. I... So everyone, whatever you're, whatever you want to do with your hair, over this quarantine is completely valid. So whether you're waiting, whether you're cutting your hair, whether you're, whether you're having someone between, else cut your hair, whether you're doing something in between, whatever. cutting some of your hair, not all of it, because yeah, you have basically shaved the sides of your head and you haven't exactly. touched the top of it in like over two years and you're okay with that but honestly i feel like if you're going to make an extreme hair decision now's a good why time. not now i've 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 heard um some like hairstylists online and stuff be like don't make any major hair decisions right now but like honestly i will yeah, say, feel free i will say don't <laughs> bleach your hair right now. Yeah, maybe don't bleach your hair right if now. If you've though. never bleached your hair before, 
don't do it right yeah. now because if you damage <laughs> your hair, you cannot easily get that fixed. No. But if you're just putting dye over your hair or if you're just cutting your hair, yeah. as long as And you can find plenty of dyes like overtone and I just found out that um Arctic Fox also has ones. Well, I don't know if they have ones that are like specifically like for brown hair. Overtone has one specifically for brown hair, but they have like a lot of darker ones at Arctic Fox that are all like natural. Both of them are all natural. They don't have like nasty chemicals and stuff and you don't need bleach. So yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm more used to overtone, so I really can't speak for the other. I've brand, never but, used like, Arctic Fox. I tend to just I put know. dye I... directly over my yeah. hair to get a more subtle result because my hair is really dark and quite frankly most things just don't show up well on it that's fair i'm dyeing my hair pink soon like next week so oh yeah but might make the episode guys (laughs) but um it's really one of those hair decisions is one of those things like yeah, I'm with the hairdressers if you're, like, about to bleach your hair and you've never bleached your yeah. hair before. Don't, for the love of God, if you're going to bleach your hair, use official, like, bleach made for hair. Don't just grab Clorox bleach and use that on your hair. That's, Ooh, yeah, no, 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 no Never. No. Never if, do if that. If you're going to spend money on things, spend money on things for your hair so your hair is protected because I will side with a hairdresser every single time if we're talking about bleaching your hair at home and you're not using the correct bleach. If you're, however, talking about just putting dye over say you've already bleached your hair and you're just putting more color in, feel free. I know for a fact that I look awful with bleached hair unless there's color in it. So, like, yeah, go ahead and dye your own hair. That's fine. Cut your hair. Why not? But don't, don't be stupid with yeah. bleach. You will irreparably damage your hair if you're not careful. Um, yeah. So there, there's that little public safety announcement. Yeah. Also, like, it can be a fun time to bond with your siblings or family or, you know, Roommates, other people that you might be with. quarantined with. Yeah. To, like, spend time and be like, hey, you know... If you usually dye your hair or you want to use a hair dye that you don't need bleach for, you'll be like, hey, maybe you can help me dye my hair. And then you guys can do that together. So that can be kind of a fun bonding activity. You could, like, play some music, you know. Record a podcast. You can record a podcast. You could make a Twitter account. You could wait. No, maybe you that don't become us. Okay. <laughs> um, but- but no, like for for quarantine tips, I guess it's it's more so find things that you can do that make you happy. If you were planning on writing that story and you feel up for writing that story, do it. If you are planning on rewriting Klingon biology because you discovered that they have twenty three ribs and just why why twenty three? That humans have 24 ribs in 12 pairs. Five of them are false ribs that do not connect to the sternum. And like, why 23? Hey, Star Trek, why 23? 
And why are they conf- in a hexagonal lattice structure? <laughs> That's not... Those are no longer individual ribs. That's just a lattice work of bone I and cartilage. I missed your rants. <laughs> and like, why 23? How 23? How does that hexagonal disaster look like 23 ribs to you? It looks like nice. one. Nice. It looks like you took a beehive, <laughs> hollowed it out, and then put it as someone's chest. And I just, why? Why? And why? Actually, no, I won't say this, but you can look at the wiki <laughs> at their anatomy and you can discover some other complaints I have with Klingon biology. Oh my this gosh. Okay. The fact <laughs> All right. <laughs> just, just why? Why Star Trek? Why are you like this? Um, okay. Cool. Cool. Um,. All right, cool. <laughs> I don't really have anything to comment about that. Oh, um, I just like a quick book recommendation um, for all you readers out there. Okay, Margaret Atwood is amazing. Um, she really is. Both her poetry and her prose. Um, the Handmaid's Tale is an awesome book. And I'm starting to read The Testaments, which honestly I mostly just read on the plane and I really haven't read anything since. But it is excellently written and it's really nice to just read a book right now. Also, a lot of your libraries might have um, ebooks available, uh, which I think we might have. We mentioned in our last mentioned. episode. Yeah, we definitely mentioned that in our last episode, but I actually have used that tip since our last episode and I currently am reading. Um, Oh, what am I reading? I forget. Um, I'm reading some feminist book um, from my library, and it's excellent. Um, I forgot what it's called. But next time, I'll let you know. So If, if you exciting. want uh, I don't... I only read, like, fantasy and sci-fi. I'm not good at, yeah. like, nonfiction book recs. However, mm-hmm. if you want... A list of some things I'm currently reading. Uh, I'm currently reading the complete works of Sherlock Holmes. Um, so that's just all of his adventures ever that Conan Doyle wrote. If you want a fun Sherlock Holmes book that maybe isn't the traditional, you know, with John Watson, I actually recommend a letter from a letter of Mary by Laurie R. King. It's a really good Sherlock Holmes book that focuses more so on uh, if Sherlock Holmes was married and his wife is Jewish. So, like, hey, you should read it. Cool. It's really well written. I really enjoy it. Yeah. And also, I found Sorry. it's just it's a fun book. It's a fun premise. You should do it. Read it. Cool. Okay, I found the name of the book because I have it on my library thing. Um, it was recommended to me. It's called um, Sex Object by Jessica Valenti. And it's really good. It's a memoir about how um, women and, like, the female body is, like, hypersexualized um, from a young age and, like, her experiences with that. Um, so it's really, really super interesting. Um, and I don't know. I've really been enjoying it. So and it's just so well written. So, yeah. I really appreciate um, 
my friend she recommended that to me and um, I really have been liking that book and yeah again I got that as an ebook from my library so it's very doable to do that right now if you can support your local bookstores some of them you can order online from and they can deliver it to you um, because a lot of small businesses you know are really in need right now so whatever you can do to help out your local businesses is something really good I recently ordered chocolate from a um, local chocolatier um, for Mother's Day stuff. So doing little things like that can really help out when you can. But also, on that note, I feel like Don't there's so many different causes. Don't feel pressured to, support to every single you know. One. But like, if you can, like, if you were already going to get pizza, for example, get it from a local. If you were already place. going to get pizza. Get it from a local place. Like, just think if you're already going to then you may as well go local. If you um, were if if doing if making the purchase would be going out of your way, don't feel pressured to go out of your way. Exactly. Exactly. Because I mean Elias and I are both working off of college budgets. We know it can be really hard and it can feel like there are so many causes to contribute to right now and it's so difficult to do. Um, I just went through, like, all of my gift cards that people have given me over the years, the little, like, cash gift cards, um, to find out if I have any money on them um, so that I could, like, submit stuff to, like, poetry chapbook competitions because um, they're really expensive. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's the kind of college budgeting hacks that I've been doing lately. So, I totally understand. Um uh, but at the same time, you know, if you are already going to buy something, then getting it locally can be really helpful. Or getting it, like, sustainably. Like, instead of getting a book off of Amazon, maybe you can get it from, like, Half Price Books or a local bookstore. So, just, like, thinking about those little things you can do to, like, help out the local businesses help out the planet, you know, little steps. Another budget... Be gentle with yourself. Absolutely be gentle with yourself. Another budget hack for grocery shopping specifically, make a list of the food that you want to buy. Either be it tailoring to specific meals you want to make that week or those two weeks, or just, like, food that you want to round so that way you can make a meal with, so, like, mix and match meals. Um... And then also, uh, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. This this sounds yeah. Never go grocery shopping when you're hungry. This sounds super dumb, but <laughs> don't do it. It's the only time you can justify going grocery shopping when you're hungry is if you only need two items, and you can trust yourself to only get those two items if you're hungry and going grocery shopping. Otherwise, you will end up spending a lot more than you intended to also a lot of a lot of grocery stores have apps for like what they have in their store and you can easily clip coupons for those apps or those apps will tell you what deals that they have so using that can also help you save some more money um because i understand and food is expensive and also yummy and never feel bad for eating food but like Save money where you can. So, sign up for that 
for that little rewards program at your grocery store, assuming it doesn't involve selling your soul. Some of them do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it feels like yeah. it. It feels like you sold your soul. Yeah. If they're asking for too much information, it probably is too much information. Yeah. So just don't do but that. <laughs> if it's like your email or just your phone number and like proof that you're over 13, because 99% of them are, are you older than 13? Um, yeah. Give them your phone number. It will save you like six bucks every time you go grocery shopping. Especially if you didn't realize yeah. there was a deal on something, and there was. So, yeah, those things can be really helpful. So, yeah, basically, what we're trying to say is just, you know, do your best and you'll be okay. Your um, aunt and dad are very yeah. proud of you. <laughs> we're very proud of you. <laughs> I'm just smiling. I always do that. I'm always like, wait, you can't see me smiling. I am <laughs> smiling, and I'm smiling because I'm proud of you our listeners for listening to us for those who are following us or are not please follow us also at by disaster pod for updates because sometimes we might miss a week and sometimes we will post about missing a week so you know what's going on in our lives also if you still have like prompts that you want to send us to see some uh, please see some poetry yes. at the very least from me like yeah tweet at us a prompt I'm poor Please. and need something to do. <laughs> or comment in general. Comment in general. Or view us on Apple Music. Give us a please. These little give things us a really hard time us. when we forget what a keyboard is or a mouse is. Like yeah, interact. We really appreciate it. We're so small right now that we can. We can. Yeah, we can respond. We to can you. respond to everything you send us. Because there's no way you and can send every us piece of advice is very helpful for us right now. If you have something that you really liked about our show, please tell us. If there's something that you want to see in our show that we're not doing, let us know. If you want anything else, tips with let Elias us know. to become a recurring segment instead of a once in a blue moon segment, let us know. If you want us to like. Do a poetry reading. I know we talked about that in our poetry episode. Yeah. Like we offered to read some of our poetry and we didn't because we had issues recording it. If you want that to be like a recurring like bonus episode every now and again where we just read some of our poetry or in my case, if I run out of poetry and I have to write more and I don't want to, some of the stories that I've written, like let us know. We have so much content sure. we could give you, but we don't know what yeah. you want. Give us some, yeah, so please give us feedback. Give us some feedback. Even if you're one of our friends who is listening to the show, please let us know that you're listening to our show and what you think of it. Because I don't always know. We cannot read minds. So, yeah. Please tell us. Um, yeah. But also, like, if you don't want to, don't feel pressured to. This isn't a we're demanding feedback. We're just requesting that, like, Maybe if you think, ah, I want to tell you guys that I really liked that one dad tip that you gave us, but like, yeah, I'm afraid of what will happen. What's going to happen is I'm going to like panic for 30 seconds because, oh my God, someone likes the dad tip. And then I'm going to come up with a very thoughtful, possibly extremely long reply saying, thank you for telling me that you really liked that dad tip. And I will try to give more of that variety in the future. So like, that's what's going to happen. Is I'm going to be like, yeah, someone likes it. We really it. appreciate that. 
And one better than that, if you like this show, please tell your friends or tweet about it or something. Because or just retweet. It really helps to get the word out. You know, even if you're just telling your friend next to you, like, or maybe not next to you. I don't know. If, if, if they're your roommate, you know, yeah. I forget about quarantine sometimes. But, <laughs> you know, um text your friend and be like hey you know what's really been helping me through quarantine this show you know because doing things like that can really be helpful we we do you know as much as we give shout outs we we like we like it when you shout us out as well we (laughs) we love doing this podcast it's small it's fun we have so much creative freedom but also like if you really like us if you really like certain things that we do we have no way to know unless you tell us. Yeah. Like, I yeah. I don't know if you like it when I introduce the topic or not, but you keep listening, so I'm not going to change it. But if you really don't want me to introduce the topic, like, you gotta tell me. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's one of those things, too, that um, just from a, like, logistical standpoint right now, we're recording from two different places, uh, so sometimes we've had to, like, communicate more verbally than we usually have to, like, with each other um, to confirm different things. Because we're doing this on the fly and we don't have a script and we can't see each other. So there's a little bit less, like, pointing to each other being like, now you go. Yeah. Um, so. So, like, if. Yeah. If you like certain things, you gotta let us know. If you don't. If you think we could improve somewhere, you gotta let us know. You gotta just... We want to interact with you guys. Yeah. You just have to reach out. Like, we can't just at everyone and go, Hey! How are you? What's up? What did you think of the episode? Also, like, I don't even know if you like it when I make puns in the episodes. Like, for the titles. Yeah. do so, you want more you know, puns? Yes or no? <laughs> let us know anything and everything you have. And please tell your friends. Um, and, you know, just, like, have a good time. And, you know, stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear gloves. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands a lot. We believe in you. You got this. You can get through. Quote Hamlet to wash your hands for more than 20 seconds. I promise you it will be worthwhile. (laughs) With that being. Or whatever song you like. (laughs) Hamlet. (laughs) Quote quote Hamlet to be or not to be. You will never feel more dramatic. Or Lady Macbeth's speech when she's trying to wash the spot off of her. That's just excellent. Like. (laughs) That's iconic. It is iconic. So like. Shakespeare. Uh, With that being said, I'm Elias. I'm Sammy. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Bye! Bye!